Every time? You ain't heard it? You ain't... <laughs> Every time. I'm always sketching after you guys are always talking. <laughs> Barbacar Success, brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy, Crown Cuts Academy Bristol, and Craig's Crown Cuts Downtown JC. Today we got a special guest, but first, I'm introduce my co-host, in person himself, live and direct, from... <laughs> I'm from Marion, Virginia, <laughs> and my fields. I ain't got the quite got the cue yet. We're going to figure this cue out. It's just too much hype before. Yeah, I'm blessed to be here. Traffic was crazy. Hope everybody's all right. Yeah. And our special guest, my wife in person. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. A special guest, a nail technician. So she's in the industry, so she knows what's up. Again, we're going to spread love to JC Way. The only way we know how to do it is the crown cuts. We how to spread love. That's how we do. I think today we got a banging topic. I think it's important because one thing that most students do, they don't know how to be a student. I think nine, say 80% of students, they don't understand the process of being a student and what it takes to be there. And this is, I'm not just talking about cosmetology, barbering, esthetician, nails, I think all of it in the cosmetology department. But since we are barbers, we're going to give our take and talk to my wife who's a nail tech. She's going to give her her specialty and talk about this because she's been in the industry as well, over 20 years. So today we're going to talk about Things to do in school that can help you when you get out of school. How to become your best. How to be your best. When you when you hear that, Emma, I mean, you work in the school system right now, in the co- and you teach students cosmetology, barbering, nails. You have a, a little grasp on everything. So what comes to your mind when you think of that? This I, topic? I think that people need to learn how to be a student first. I think what's the wrong what's wrong with public education is that they dump a bunch of information on you, and they say, take this test, and then what do you do? You forget it. Like, right. oh, I can't tell you nothing. You know, like, l- you know, except for history because I retain that stuff because mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. But, you know, y- you got to learn to be a student. You have to learn how to teach yourself to retain something, how right. to get a hold of it, and to start from the bottom and grow. And and people don't understand how to do that. They think you just – they get miserable because they think they got to just absorb everything. One quote that I use all the time, I say, receive, retain, and apply. If you can receive the information, then you have a chance of retaining it. And once you retain it, you can easily apply it. What do you think, Wayne? I agree. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Uh, but a lot of times I think um, for most students when they start, they don't even realize what they're going into. Right. So, th- you know, you, you really don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. So the you not knowing what to expect kind of makes you just kind of in limbo with everything almost. Because if I went to school now versus when I went – 25 years ago, right? It, it'd be a totally different ballgame. You, you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. You so don't know what you don't know. Going not really knowing, you know. I, yes. I don't think I would have had the – if I did it right out of high school, I would I would have failed. And I know I would have because I, I was not ready to handle any kind of responsibility like that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I took it for granted. And I know that now that it took some growth, and I had to grow yeah. up kind of early. Yeah. But – Thankfully, everything I th- you know everything happens how it should happen. But I know if I came right in out of high school, pff, I wouldn't have done it. Um, well, that's why it's important to kind of get advice or listen to a mentor in the industry before you go into it, and get sound advice. Not s- advice, advice that's going to help the student. 
Because there's some things that no matter what people say, yay or nay, some things that you just can't go around, that's going to help you. Some things that you just can't avoid, that's going to help you. The fundamentals. The fundamentals. Yeah. Or even as far as like being there every day or being able to receive the learning or just being eager to want to learn. I mean, it's, it's, it's a maturity, you know, in it, but it's that, that would be with anything that you do. Right. You know, whether if it's um, committing to a relationship or friendship or what, whatever it is that you're committing to. I mean, it's, it's a maturity to it. You're right. I just, I know that when I found out, I can't, I can't remember exactly when I just wanted it. Like I was like, I want this. And I think that's the feeling that I have to grasp to do anything is like, okay, am I going to just be a long-term apprentice and never and be be kind of almost like a slave to somebody or am I going to make something of myself and I kind of and I think if you take the responsibility of putting things in the air talking about it like you put some kind of social responsibility in yourself like hey I heard you you still have school going blah blah blah. if your right. people ask you all the time and that that'll also motivate you well yeah, keep hold you hold your feet to the fire oh yeah well coming sure. from a perspective where we're instructors we see it every day some mm-hmm. of the things that students encounter just to hold themselves back and s- some of it is simple I, sometimes I, I, in my mind I'm laughing because I hear some of their stories and I'm like no, <laughs> go to school. That's why I was saying, like, uh, it, it sounds simple, but all those things apply in every aspect of life. Because mm-hmm. one, of the, one, of the, one of the things that you hear all the time, I'm not learning. But again, it goes into what I was saying earlier. Y- you don't know what you don't know. Right. right? But you have, yeah, to give you, you, you have to give yourself an opportunity to learn. That's right. You, you can't just jump into the ocean, somebody drop you in the ocean, and then stop moving your arms and I, I don't know how to swim. <laughs> you got to give yourself some time. I feel like the people around you rush it, kind of like with this barber industry, like I've said before, it's like, I don't want to say ego, but it's like the people you're around, like once you get to a certain point, they're like, okay, when are you going to graduate? Mm-hmm. You know, when are you going to do this? When are you, you going to open your own shop? When are you going to do it? And right. they, it's almost like they put pressure on you, like yeah. it's an expectation to, to Right away. Stuff. Yeah, like they, you're not doing anything until you have your own shop. You're not doing anything until you get your license. You know, you're not, and that's and that expectation gets put on you sometimes, and it and it, and it rush makes you want to rush. Take yourself, take yourself, give yourself some time, opportunity to learn. Well, I mean, the journey is the, the process. I right. mean, it's it's Word. a it's the, the beauty of it, and a lot of times we want that end result, and you have to go through that. Is that your quote? The journey is the process. Journey we got to write that one. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's that's, that's, that's yeah. yeah. That's I mean, what's the whole the walk is the whole reason to do it. it. Is. Yeah. I mean, because you learn so much during mm-hmm. that journey. I mean, you, you can't beat it. You can't beat the process. And when you and when you done walking, you stuck. You that's, know, that's right. It. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> and at times you're sitting there and you're thinking you're not learning, but you learn so much. Some oh of the things yeah. that people underestimate from going to a school is just being around a group of barbers where you can network. Having that platform there for you where you're meeting different people that can teach you certain things or help you in certain avenue, that's a plus as well. But it's so underrate, underrated because you don't see that you're gaining something instantly from it. And I, I like this. The students sometimes will say, Am I really appreciate you, man. I really, you know, I really appreciate it. And, and, you know, and, and one time I even had a, a, a student try to pay me for helping her cut her son's oh, hair. Wow. And I was like, 
all I would ever ask for any of y'all is if y'all have a shop and I need a chair, I got a job. That's <laughs> right. all I ask. Yeah. I would never ask for much more than that. As long as there's a, if, if, if it yeah. comes down to me needing a place to cut, that's all I would ever ask yeah. for somebody. So so what, what are some things that students can look out for or just think about to prepare them to avoid that stigma of I'm not learning? Oh, I have two months left and I have to get this thing done in, in a short period of time. I have to rush and do this. I have to rush and make it happen so fast. There's one thing that people don't, and students don't realize. There's a learning curve after school. Mm-hmm. You can't shortcut that one month out of school. You can't shortcut that six months. You can't shortcut that year out of school. Those things have to happen for you to click and uh, go into a second gear. Well, wh- one thing I would say, though, is, you, you know, when you say they, they're not learning, I feel like I'm not learning. Um the reason why I think they feel like that is because they haven't came across that situation, mm-hmm. right? right? So they don't realize is when they come across that situation, now what school has prepared you for is how to, you know, to make it through that situation. So they don't know yet because they haven't came. That's a great point. So we met this guy at a Halloween party this past weekend, and he made that same point. What'd you wear? What costume did you have? Oh, <laughs> we were chocolate covered M&M's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you pictures. That's bad. <laughs> he, had the white, he had the white gloves and everything. Did you know you did? You had the puffy gloves yeah. like that? Puffy gloves, <laughs> but it was cold that night. Yeah, man, it, it worked nice. out. I'll show you pictures. I'll just check it out. <laughs> it was dope. It was dope. We're going to use that fun. costume again. Uh, yeah. That's hilarious. So he said that, um, and it was a point proven to me because he said he's an economist. And I'm like, that was one of my favorite class in college, and I didn't know it then. And he said, typically, that's what happens with economy, economists, because people don't understand that until they use it, they don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Until a situation comes up where you have to be in that position of something that was taught in the class, you feel like you didn't get nothing out of it. That's right. And <clears throat> what I got out of that class is, is, is what helped me start my business. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things I picked up from that class, I didn't know I was going to use that, was supply and demand mm-hmm. for the demand that's out there for students who want to learn how to cut hair. There was a demand. So how how do you help the demand? You create the supply. Mm-hmm. So I create the su- I create the supply by the school because there was demand for the school. Mm-hmm. So it was just supply and demand. It's a simple equation. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a simple equation to start a business. If there's a, a demand for something, supply it. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the basic quotes in the in my economics class. And I was like, and until he pointed out to me, you don't know until you use it. I was like, man, it's the same thing with barbering. Well, I mean, I was going to say, and, this, and on top of that, also giving back to the community because, you know, I know a lot of y'all seen the price of haircuts nowadays, and there's a lot of people that cannot afford to pay $40 for a haircut. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and being and just being able to have their haircut, and most of the time, about four or five months in, the students are pretty giving pretty good haircuts. I yes. Mean, you know, really good haircuts. So, giving that service back but people i think one thing one of the problems that i see is that and this i I think this would add to the people wanting to rush is when students are so concerned about filling their books up and having haircuts all the time i think there has to be i don't want to say limitations because the school earns and that's how it supports itself but some of these students need to have breaks in their schedule where they just need to do book work right they need to sit down and look and and because when you look at that book and you read that book, you get kind of overwhelmed with what you don't know. The theory is the most important part of the process. It, it's overwhelming. The, the I mean, it's, it's a lot. And if you take, if you don't 
apply it every day during that 1500 hours or whatever 1800 hours 1100 hours if you don't do a little bit every day and try to push all of it towards the end it's going to be difficult you're not going to retain much. And that's another thing. Yeah, everybody, I mean, I pushed it to the end. I ain't going to sit here. Y'all listening. I ain't going to lie to y'all. <laughs> I waited to the last. I was reading the blueprint, the book, the blueprint. Yeah. Uh, shout, shout out, out to, to whoever. Yes. Thomas James. Thomas, Thomas James, whoever wrote that book. That's the best <laughs> book. I, I ain't going to tell you you're going to pass tests without studying, but I'm going to tell you that's a good book. The so, blueprint. Shout out to yeah. Mr. T. Thomas I pushed James, it to the my, limit. One of my good yeah. friends. But if you stay consistent through the whole thing, you will never, you will never feel insecure uh, about at any part of it because you'll know that you're right where you need to be the whole right. time. Exactly. The theory is so important because there's so many things that that we talk about as far as the chemistry, as far as electricity, as far as the history of barbering, as far as how to do your drapes, how to sanitize, how to market. You see, those things are important things that you need to talk about, that you need to learn because when you, again, when you receive it, you can retain it and when you retain it, you can apply it building you know that that's what school does it gives you that f- solid foundation you know and, and and once you have all that information and, and again I'll, I just can't reiterate it enough I mean it, the knowledge will be there when you come across that situation you'll know exactly how to handle it you know? and I, I think that uh, there's every aspect of school is in barbering in the book at some point uh, I know I was a literary uh, history guy and I love the history of barbering it gives me I don't want to use the word pride, but it makes me I'm proud that I'm in a profession that's been alone for yeah. so long. And One of the oldest profession ever. There was a guy in Egypt, man, and he was so such a dope barber that they, they built this man a statue. And you think about these statues have lasted today, right. all these thousands of years. This dude was so dope and cutting hair, they built him a statue. So learn, but, learn some of the history. You know what I'm everybody saying? wants to put the thing, the carriage before the horse and mm-hmm. thinking that the haircut is the most important thing. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to do your skill, even in nails. Aesthetics, wherever you, uh, you got to be able to do the skill. You have to be able to do the skill, do the skill well. But through repetition and your love for it and your passion, it's going to evolve. Oh yeah. So, I'm going to just read off some of the things that I wrote down, and then we'll elaborate on it and talk about why it's going to help you. First one: be be present daily. Of course, well, I think that's that's. You, I mean, you ain't going to get nothing at home. You, right. what, uh, somebody said you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's so right. if you ain't, if you ain't in school right. taking shots, that's you ain't right. going to get a better jumper. That's right. It ain't going to happen. And that's one of the mistakes because um, everybody got an excuse. You want to be good, but you have an excuse mm-hmm. why you can't be there to participate in and flourish your skill. And then you pile that, that weight of insecurity on you, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. As everybody else is growing, That's it's right. not that they're, they're just tilting the scale on you. Right. You can keep going with them to still stay balanced, but the, the more you miss, the, the bigger the scale gets tilt and the more weight that's on yourself. Don't compare yourself to a senior student. You can, you can get help and ask them for help, but don't compare your skill to a senior student. You just come in the first week, the first month, and most schools, you don't touch your clippers for at least four to six weeks. And sometimes some of these students have been cutting, I mean, 15 years old cutting hair. You never, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Like just help maybe cutting a granddad's right, hair or something. Right. So you so never know. So you put impression anxiety of yourself on yourself about this one guy who was getting ready to graduate, but you don't know how much time he's put in, how much work he has worked, how many hair shows or whatever he has done, or how many people, mentors he's having in the industry to help him build himself up. But you know, one thing I learned too um, is there are just going to be people that are better than you. 
you have to right? accept that. I mean, it is. It, so where do you lie in that? Like, you, you know, if you want to become that, then practice your art and become better. You know, but then it, you just there. You got to reckon. There's people that are going to just be better. I was thinking about that this past Olympics. Um, the guy, I think the guy that won ran a nine seven. Mm -hmm. Okay, Hussein Bolt has a world record, fastest ever. The guy that raced against him named Tyson Gay was right there with him, but he never could beat him. Tyson Gay, if he raced this past Olympics, would have killed all these guys. Right. But but he grew up in an era with Hussein Bolt, and it wasn't his fault, and he still mastered his craft and was really, really fast, yeah. but he wasn't the fastest at the time. And that's not bad, but master, be the best you can be today. That's right. Be the best version of yourself. Exactly. Yeah. That's, don't that's don't don't yeah. keep trying to race the same boat because God built the same boat. <laughs> you know, it's like he just like LeBron James has a tattoo says the chosen one. That's because he was that's, he, right. that's right. LeBron that's right. James. That is right. That's right. But if you can sleep at night, and I get that from Craig, you know, if you can go to bed at night knowing that you you gave it your best and mm -hmm. you put your best foot forward, hey, that's the best you can do for exactly. that day, and then just come back the next morning, work on it again. You carve your you carve your little piece of happiness That's out right. in the world. That's right. One thing a lot of students do, they pass up haircuts. Don't pass up haircuts. That's right. How how are you gonna get better if you pass up haircuts? It makes me sick. I'll be looking for them too, yeah. and they be I don't know where they hide. <laughs> I go outside, I walk around a building, I knock on yeah. the bathroom door, and I can't find them. I don't know where they go. So that, those are things that can just help you get ahead of the That's game right. that students right. do. Because you have to get past that. You have to get through that learning curve. Everybody has that anxiety of not wanting to mess up someone's haircut. You're going to do it. I used to say, I did an apprenticeship, and I used to sit in the shop and pray for a buzz cut. Oh, man. <laughs> Tell me you want a 2 0 over. That would make my whole day. If I get a whole day of buzz yeah, cuts, right. man. Yeah. <laughs> because you have to understand that, hey, everybody is nervous. Everybody was once where you was. Mm -hmm. I can yeah. feel it still. I can, it's in my chest. It's yeah. I still feel it sometimes. And again, shout out to um, Feed Spot for giving us the top 25 podcasts in the world, in the country. Um, go check us out. Like us. Um, send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, um, on YouTube. Let us know what you feel. And shout out to our sponsors, Colossal Brand. Hit Jay up. He had He's doing amazing things. He got amazing products. Hit him up. Give him a shout. Give him a like. He's on Facebook, Instagram, ColossalBrand.org, ColossalBrand.org. Hit him up. Shout out to my sponsor again, Jay. Good work. Um, getting your reps. Get, we talking about it, getting your reps. Because if you pass up on cuts, you can't get no reps. Right. I remember some of the funniest times. A lot of students, when they first came, they were so nervous. This is the things they used to do. They would go and hide around the school or go to the bathroom when the haircut comes. I can't find them. I don't know what they do. There's, <laughs> a, there's a spot in the school that they hide, and I can't yeah. find them. I'm like, you come in a sharpen pencils, it'll be a barber. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing something. I can't. I don't know what they're doing it, but I, yeah. I get your reps. Mm -hmm. I, I I think about actually. I had a situation this weekend. I think it was yesterday. I played basketball, and I ain't played basketball in like a minute, <laughs> and I embarrassed myself out there, and I was like, and I was angry and upset at myself. But I knew that the reason I was so terrible is because I, I haven't played basketball. You, you haven't had no reps. These guys play every week. Uh, yeah, I mean, rusty. you know, you got old men out here, but boom, hit you with the little floater. But he's been doing that floater for, you know, for six years every Sunday. Yeah, and I'm yeah. out there and just looking goofy. So you got to you gotta get the work in. The hesi hesitation. Oh, man, they pump fade me. Oh, it's a, <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, I mean, I think, it's, I think that's valuable. And people underestimate that all the time. But I think that, in, that, like, for me, insecurity scares some people off, a oh, lot of sure. people. As sure. you got to get over that hump of 
you just got to be bad at something for once in your life. Well, you know, insecurity, it'll paralyze you. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and you will not build or you will not grow from it. And there's people right now that live like that, and, they, and, and, they're, and it's a tough life to live. Be patient. <laughs> be patient. That's a hard one. But you have to understand, this is an acquired skill. This is a learned skill. So any learned skill is going to take some time. You're talking about getting a salary where you're going to school for 10 months to a year and you come out with a great starting salary? How would you differentiate patience and hunger? What's how? What would you say to draw? Like, what would that line be drawn well, well, verbally? Well, hunger is, uh, is <coughs> it's, it's close because hunger is just taking that first step to come to school. But you have to maintain that, sustain that. Patience is wanting that to happen right now and then. And I understand. And yet you can be patient and understand, just like the Olympics. It's four years. They're hungry, but they have to be patient and understand. They have to train every day to maintain that. You can't stop. Because if you're hungry, you're going to maintain that whatever 24, 48 months of constant training and understand you might not even qualify. For just for yeah, just right. a nine second event. That's yeah. Right. You might not even qualify. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. You might not even qualify to get to the show. Man, that's tough. I just thought about that. You just yeah. put that in perspective for I me. Mean, Seriously. Four yeah. years. Train four years of your life for nine seconds and not make it. That'd yeah. be that'd be tough. You think so, about every push up you didn't do, <laughs> every rainy day. And you, so when you come in and I see it all the time, I have to talk students off the ledge. One student came, she's she <laughs> They've been there a week and was really nervous and beating themselves up. I'm like, hey, you've only been there three days. But what she see of other students and where they are right now, she's putting herself in that position and wanting to be there right now. I'm like, that's not fair to yourself. You don't know your left hand from your right hand right now in this industry. Give yourself some time. Learn what the guards do for you. Identify different haircuts. Identify and learn what your guards do. Learn how to sanitize. Learn how to clean. Learn how the chair works. All those things you need to do. And 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 knowing that it's okay, yeah. right? Because you know, like you said, hunger and patience—they just go together, mm-hmm. right? You know, y- you want to be hungry and you want to learn and be eager and you want to get it, but. Also, at the same time, you've got to be like, okay, i got to give myself that time to get there. I mean, because everybody, been, when, I st- when I first opened the school, I was like, my first, in, I was like, I want my school to be the best in the world. I want my school to be the best in the Southeast. But I have to understand, I never, I didn't have, I didn't know how to teach yet. That's me. <laughs> Even though I got the light, I mean, I passed my test, I, I still don't know how yeah. to teach. So, I have to understand it's a growing process, too, with my students. Learn that I'm in, I'll be in a better place next year than I am today. Mm-hmm. Or even six months. I'll be better than what I was three months ago. I'll be better than what I was six months ago. I'll be better than what I was when I first opened because that's, that's the hunger I have inside of me, to be better. And understand I'll have to be patient with it. But I know where I'm going because I have this plan, this ultimate plan to just keep getting better and keep evolving. That's where I'm at. And, and, you know, thankfully I've been blessed with avenues to do that, like podcasts or school, just to continue improving in an industry that I love. So that's really what I look at. I mean, I found what I like, my niche, 
and then I look for opportunities in the niche. And you will, right. you will, you will evolve right. if you put some time and work oh, into for it. Sure. Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. You will I mean, evolve. Yeah, you'll, you'll see the end result, but you've got to put that work in. And, and I seen that. I hate to go back to the same boat. I seen that quote somewhere about a year ago, two years ago. It said, um, "The same boat took four years to train to set that world record mark." Mm -hmm. Some people take a week and quit. Some people quit in two days. Some people quit in a month and put pressure on themselves. Imagine yeah. waiting four years to break a record and not knowing what the outcome's going to be. I think the scariest thing, like I said, was to 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 know to train all that time and not put 100% of the effort in, and then you come up short in that nine seconds, and then you feel that disappointment, and then you think about – Every day you took a day off. Yeah. You think about every time you didn't run all the way you could through the through the line. Like but th but some people they don't they that's where the insecurities come up because they're not truthful with themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't say that they've done that, but they expect the same results. You you have to be truthful with yourself. <laughs> My trainer used to say when I was in high school, he said you can't. He say you can lie to me, but you can't lie to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's right. even if some students come in and I and and I tell them sometimes, if I teach both of you guys the same way, the same time, and someone gets it before or quicker than whoever it may be, one of the reasons is you have to look yourself in, your, in the mirror and ask yourself, why? Did I give my all every day? Did I, did I put in the time like that next student? Did I give my did – I, did I invest in myself to the point where I know – when I stop training or stop investing my time in this, whatever it is, that I gave my all. So you can't get upset if this other student is picking up faster than you are because you don't know how much work he's put in. Mm -hmm. And that's that's important too. Yeah. I just, it's just cool to see people's journey. And it's crazy to think that these people that I've been around are almost done and that there will be more people and just like, just continue to see different people come in and grow and learn. And but that's the process of it. Like you said, the journey is so good. It's so great because if you, if it just happened all at once and you picked it up in two days, you don't have a story to tell. You don't point having it. That's you what I was just sitting here <laughs> thinking, like, you ha what is your story? What You don't have Everybody, nothing You don't have nothing right. to talk about. Yeah. It goes back to the journey. You've got to go through it. People want to hear that it wasn't just given to you. Oh no! Nah, you was born. You, you got a you got an inheritance. You ain't work for it. <laughs> <laughs> you got an inheritance. Yeah. But why would you want an inheritance in barbering? It's something that's acquired skill. You should want to go through the journey and work you through it. Work at it. Because you, you it. there's so many different things to learn. That's what's cool about it too. Yeah. Like you can teach your kid how to cut, but you can't teach them to cut well. Like they have to want to grow and be better. That's right. Be patient right. with that process because you learn something every month. From my experience, most students don't hit their stride until about six, six, seven months. Some of them hit their strides before that, but those are the special ones. But majority of students hit their strides about seven, six, seven months in where they were comfortable. They're not their best. They're not their best, but they hit their stride around that time. And it don't mean they can't be a first-round draft pick. It doesn't times. mean that. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. because you're getting a little late don't mean you ain't right. going to be great at it. But most of them, when they come, I have to talk students off the ledge all the time in the first two weeks, in the first month. 
talking about the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of times this is like this is people's first time doing something of this nature. Mm-hmm. That's why I was t- talking about the maturity level. Like it, it really shows. You know, when you start putting se- yourself in in a situation like that where you've got to you've got to um, produce and and all of a sudden now you got to think about the next day and the next day and and the whole time that you're there at school yeah. it's like whoa wait a minute some some guys that you guys are encountering and have never even had to think like that right yeah. so this is all new to them so there's it's so many aspects that's like it. i said if i if i came out of high school i probably wouldn't have made that's it right, that's I right i had to grow up first and i mean and i talk to them, students all the time what's to remember like about a month ago he told me um Craig, I, lo- I love um, the f- your former student, Juan. Juan is great. He cuts hair so well. But every time I, c- I do a haircut in school, it just don't come out like how Juan's come out. I'm like, Juan has been out of school a year and a half, almost two years. You've been there three months. It's not fair for you to compare yourself to Juan. It's not for fair for Juan or him. It's not yeah, fair for really both of you guys. Really. It's almost disrespectful for you to say that my cut should be as good as Juan as much time as he put in. Would it be okay if his cut was better than Juan? I mean, he wouldn't be saying that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. yeah, but from my experience, you got to give yourself time. One thing, too, I think um, you don't realize, too, in, until you're later on in, in the, the industry, is that, you like, say, all three of us, if we were nail techs, we could use the same products by the same company, the same brushes, by, you know, but everybody's going to turn out totally different because it's in your technique. You're going to cook me. I've that, never done Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if we were, yeah, you know, I got all you. three nail techs, and, and like, you know, it's going to be different, and we're using the same product. And You're that's right. come from the journey of learning something that someone else don't know because right. everyone's going to have their own unique style. That's right. And you're going to find something, some way to get your job done more efficiently for you mm-hmm. that no one else will know. Yeah, it's the technique. But you don't get that in a day. You don't get that in a month. It takes time to acquire that, well, time to develop that. One time about one of my clients, she was irritated she, uh, that she found out this lady went up on a hair pri- a haircut for her. And she was like, I'm not paying that extra $5. And I was like, oh, okay, $5 is $5. You should be willing to pay that. The lady did a great job on her hair, and she always got compliments. But the long story short, she refused to pay that extra $5. And I said, but you have to understand you're paying for her services. She's got a technique that makes your hair look great mm-hmm. every time you come out. And uh, she stopped going to the lady, and her haircut never looked the same. Right. Y- you know, but I was like, you're paying for her technique. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, sh- somebody else can do the exact same hair. Dye. She's like, I'll get my niece to do it for me. But <laughs> it did not turn out the same. You know, so. Then she's on like, Barbara's going wild. <laughs> <laughs> hair falling out. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is why I'm split down in middle two with this next one right here. It's, um. YouTube. I think it's good to watch YouTube. I love YouTube. But it's also deterrent as well. In what way? Because a lot of those pictures are photoshopped. And you compare yourself to a haircut on YouTube that is photoshopped that took three hours to be done. I had to get the right light I had angle. to get the right oh, light yeah. angle. Professional. <laughs> Everybody's a professional. Got the $500 yeah, camera. Yeah. yeah you know, and, and you're looking at that and you're like, oh, my haircut does not look the same. But, you know, they used to tell me that at the shop because I would tell them I want my hair. I would find some crazy haircut on Instagram. I'd be like, I want my haircut to look like that. And they would be like, oh, well, that's Photoshop. You know, they, they do a lot of fake stuff with that. And I was like, I don't care. My haircuts are going to look like that. Right. And that's that was my motivating that, 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 that you said that. Like, that's what's my thought process. Like, I'm going to make my fades look so blurry that they look fake. 
And, and that's what I'm saying. I said I'm split down the middle because I want you to watch YouTube. I want you to be able to identify different types of haircuts. I want you to look at things and aspire to mm-hmm. see different styles, to learn. Because YouTube is a great teaching yeah. tool as well. Mm-hmm. Keeps you current. Keeps you current. Yeah. Keeps yeah. you active. Keeps you in the now. Yeah. Because, but then the, the downfall is you comparing yourself and you beating yourself up and you're trying to cut a do a, a do a technique the same way, but you don't realize it's edited. A lot of the techniques, or you, some haircuts are like five minutes. You watch a clip for five, and not too many people can watch a whole haircut for like an hour. They cut it up. Yeah, exactly. they split it up. Yeah, nobody can do that. Some people can. I, I take that back. Some people can, but they cut it in like five minutes so you can watch a quick clip. Yeah. And you expect the, your haircut to come out the same way. There's so many different angles and different tools that barbers might use that might not be in that clip. Well, then, too, you know, you got to ask yourself, how much have you set aside? Like, say, if you've got 10 haircuts that day, how long does it take you to do a haircut? Right. You don't have two four, two to four days to do somebody's hair. <laughs> you have come back, you know, and then we'll do the next session. Or, we yeah. you, you know, you don't do that. So you got to uh, – because I know for me, uh, a lot of times I, I get people bringing in pictures to me constantly, all day long. But I know that I can get, I try to get as close to that picture as I can. And if I'm comfortable with that, or sometimes I'll, uh, and that's called the consultation part of it too. Consultation, the most important part of the haircut. That's right. So, you know, it's like, let's kind of, let's talk about what I can do. So I know my skills. Right. You know, I know my skills. Be realistic. There's no need in letting this lady know that I can paint a shark on her nail. Maybe I can't, you know. So the thing is, you know, you have the consultation, and then you're like, okay, well, maybe we can do this, one here. and Because and i got to know, too, I've got to do you in an hour and a half. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't have four hours to do you, right? And, then and sometimes th- it don't. she ain't got enough nail to do what she want to do. And, and you know what? Or money. Mm-hmm. You know, if I started yeah. charging people by the hour, like, th- you are not going to pay me that. No. So let's, let's kind of keep it to reality here, too. And, and understand, you know? use your instructors. That's right. Use your instructors. Ask them for advice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay to go into something and try it, and because mistakes are, that's inevitable. Part of it. Yeah. That's part of it. You're gonna make mistakes. You are gonna mess someone's haircut up when you start. Yeah. I you just laughed. That was thinking about <laughs> one I did. I just laughed. I just do come in and I just start cutting and I could barely use clippers. Like I said, I used to pray for a buzz cut. <laughs> and this dude came in with long hair. He had long hair. I'm like, so what are we doing, man? Cutting it all off? And he's like, no, nah, I just want to trim. I, I was like. I looked at, I was the apprenticeship, so I looked at this guy, he was busy. I looked at this guy, he was busy, and I was like, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I ain't seen him since. I hope oh. he's all right. <laughs> I hope he's high. I mean, but. but <laughs> he might have moved away. He moved yeah, away. Yeah, he, he probably, he probably yeah. did. I mean, it's okay. Like, again, I'm split down the middle between that, too, because some things you should try to work your way in and try to fix it, try to figure it out, because you can learn from that mistake. You have to see the haircut unrefined. So you can know what to do better, what to fix, what to your time, how to make it work best for you. Because if you don't see it unrefined, you cannot make it fine. I'll tell you what happened to me, and this was just maybe a month ago. I had a lady, um, I, I had tried um, a new product on her. Um, I didn't like the result that it turned out to be, but it was getting later in the night about 8.30. And she's got kids too, so we were like, let's get home. And I slept on that. The next morning I got up and I was like, hey, you know, I, I'm just not comfortable with how your nails turned out. You know, would you be okay with coming back and let me fix that for you? Right. And make that right. 
she was like, Wendy, you read my mind. Customer service. You, right? You know, right. and she was more than glad to come back. But that I knew was going to carry me over instead of having her think, hey, Wendy don't care. She's right. just giving me any kind of, you know, service and just pushing me on out the door. And I did not want to have her think that. So yep. customers do appreciate you feeling concerned about the way they look. I message right? customers like, yo, was it all right? Was it good? Yeah, right. seriously. Yeah, because <laughs> you, know, you need that feedback. I do. You do need that feedback. And as a student, you should be able to take feedback. Yep. One of the things that I, a lot of some students do, not too many, some of them will just try to keep making mistakes, keep it making mistakes, and will just push the instructor with, I got this. We, we, we've been there before. We understand that you want to be your best. Let us help you. Let us help you better yourself. We understand you have you want to be independent, but we're here for you to help you. Let us help you. I, I think I saw it one time at the school. Um, this girl was getting ready to just wing something. She about to just wing it. And they started came by. I was like, yo, what you doing? And she was like, uh, and they finally com- conversed and talked about it. It's like she had been building up these questions that she was just doing it without even actually. And then actually, when she actually got information on it, it actually, it, you know, it lit her up and she knew what she was doing. So, yeah, I, I, people, I don't know what it is, that, but I don't know if it's an ego thing or just it, insecure to ask and don't want to feel like they're stupid. And I, I, you need to just get past that. You need to let go of all your anxiety when it comes to trying something new because you're going to suck at it. You're going to not know stuff about it. You're going to get better, and then you're going to make another mistake again. You just got to trust the process. Don't beat yourself up. That's right. Don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. And it's it's probably easier said than done. And you look at, like, athletes. They struck out in the last bottom of the ninth inning in the World Series. Game seven. They have to be able to wipe that memory out and start ready for the next year and ready to come up the first opening day and ready to swing. Mm -hmm. Oh, you missed that jump shot with three seconds and the clock ran out and you didn't make it and everybody, oh, you're the free throw line. You got to be able to wipe because you're going to have to be counted on again. You have a bad memory. It's okay. Don't beat yourself up. That's just like barbering. You, you're not expected to be God and be perfect. <laughs> I th- I, I, it's funny that we're just saying this when, I mean, I know it's going to happen to everybody. Oh like, yeah. I, it happened to me <laughs> and happened to everybody, even though, and, and I just called Craig the other day, like, yo, Craig, you, I, just, I just messed my head up, man. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I had to tell somebody. I was like, man, it, it was bad, man. I had to tell somebody. <laughs> And he, he said you were one for one for 444, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what they, yeah. So, you know, it's then somebody said a quote about baseball. It said baseball is one of the hardest sports. It said if you strike out seven out of ten times, that makes you elite in baseball. And you're good. You're, you're the you best. Need, you're one of the best. You just need three and a half hits. That's right. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Three and a half, that's a lot. That's that's all <laughs> of fame right there. Yeah. Barry Bonds. <laughs> to be your best, you have to know the ins and outs. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay to fail while you're in school as long as you're learning, as long as you're getting better. And understand the process. It's a process. Understand it. Embrace the process. Embrace the process. Be patient. Be present every day. The theory is the most important part of your learning. Learn that theory inside out. Ask questions to your instructors. Anything you guys want to add to that? I mean, 
<clears throat> it's okay if you want to be an artist, but Uncle Sam going he gonna check you. <laughs> so you need to learn. You need to learn everything in that book because you know no questions need to be asked. If you know that way, you know it. Whenever it's some anytime a question comes up, you know it. Period. And then one thing, too, you know, you, you just have an allotted amount of time in school, mm-hmm. you know, so just take advantage of it all. I mean, yeah. you're paying for it. Yeah. Yes. You know, you get get the full potential while you're there. B- build your clients. Build the clientele base. Work in your customer service. Yeah. Yeah. Working your customer service is not just going to take a, a day because you have to probably go through a bunch of people to get some oh, feedback for sure. for to sure. see, to gauge where you're at. Sure. So if you think your customer service is top notch in a day or two, Come on. Work on that 10 to 11 months. Work on your customer service to be the best person possible. Work on your consultation skills, which is the most important part of your haircut. Work on greeting people. Work on answering the phones. I mean, those little things matter. Yes. Uh, They're they're huge because I know for me, sometimes I feel like I I think my ladies like my nails, Mm -hmm. but I really feel like, man, I can't wait to get in there and talk to Wendy today. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I have some yeah. stuff to talk to her about. Right. You know, and the nails, it just happens to be just part of what brings us together. Mm-hmm. You know, so, mm-hmm. yeah, all that matters. But they like how I speak with them. They like how I listen. You know, I'm always available for them. You know, I always have them ready for their appointment. You, you know, they like all that, you know. Work on, work on positive communication skills with your client. Because mm-hmm. sometimes your clients will come in, they're negative. Yeah. Had a hard day. <laughs> you might be going through something. You, yeah. you know, people. You know, people are human. You know, so mm-hmm. things happen. Work on active. Be an active listener. And you can learn how to deflect that energy too when they come in with that bad energy. You know. So <laughs> all of the <laughs> everything we're, we're talking about, you're not going to be able to do that in a day oh or no, a week. No, no, no. So th- so that's so that's why it's important to go through the process and enjoy the journey. Exactly. exactly. Learn yourself. Learn how to learn. Pain feels good. There's so <laughs> much you can do. Yeah. So what are, what are, what are about some tips that you can give students as well on to make them be a successful additional tips to make them just have this to retain clients. Oh, to retain clients. Yes, because all this is just process to help you while you're in school to be better. Um I think, too, like if you have like a goal outside of when you finish school, mm-hmm. you can let people that you're that you're working on know like, hey, you know, I'm planning on maybe going working at Craig's Crown Cuts. You know, I'm hoping to go there after, you know, maybe look me up, you know, after I finish school. Like you can go ahead and start plugging yourself then. Right. Start start writing down clients' names yeah. early. Yeah. Start writing down clients' names, their birth date, and their address. So maybe while you're in school, you can send them a note saying, you know what, I really appreciate you coming to the school and giving me an opportunity to get a shot in your head. And I know it's your birthday. Why don't you come by the school? I'll talk to the owner about getting you a a free haircut for your birthday. All those things help build clientele. For sure. Yeah. And and when I was in school, they didn't even, Facebook didn't even exist. (laughs) Or IG. I know I might be telling my age right now, but no, I good. mean seriously, it just it, none of it existed. What do we do? An advertisement in a newspaper or something? Yeah, I know a couple of times. Yeah, seriously, when we um, when we were shut down, you know, when we were closed for six weeks, there we did a couple of interviews. You know, especially what was going on with um, uh, George Floyd and all that stuff. Mm. And so I had a couple of clients reach out to me. They was like, oh, my God, Wendy. Like, yeah, I forgot. You know, they just kind of went away, stopped right. getting their nails done. Mm-hmm. And, they w- and they called me up because they seen me on the news. Well, I need my nails done. Yeah. <laughs> so, so working on yourself, working on your communication, working on just your people skills, mm-hmm. 
while you're in school too is important. I think one thing that you can do is um, <clears throat> like a lot of people, a lot of students schedule. This is their schedule. I have to wake up nine th- from nine thirty to four thirty. I go to school and then I go to work. Your schedule should be from eight thirty to nine thirty. I got class. And then from 9.30 to 11, I'm doing haircut. You should make a schedule in a schedule. Right. Yeah. Your, your day should be planned out at school. It shouldn't just be a, a, a school, a big block school, 8.30 to 4.30. It should be blocks in the school. You make, make time for yourself in school. And I think that will prepare you for when, I mean, even if, even if you don't do appointments, go out of school, you'll be, you'll be prepared on how to manage your time. Yeah, it's important. It's imperative. So once you focus in on just the haircut, you'll expect the haircut to develop over time, and that's not fair. So develop all these other skills that we talked about to help you be a master mm-hmm. technician at your craft, master barber, master a cosmetologist, a master nail technician, a master esthetician. All those things will help you prepare yourself for that because if you just focus on the skill, I think you're losing what's at hand. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of factors that goes into that. So many factors. Mm -hmm. You can't appreciate the Mm -hmm. game. Appreciate the fact that you have a, (coughs) if you have a school big enough where you have 30, 40 people, 15 around you that you can network with, you are learning and growing from that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because exactly like say you have a a guy you're in school with and (coughs) you guys are doing haircuts, but he goes to this one shop to work. Well, he he might have too many clients that he can't take on. He's going to shoot them over to you. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just keeping in touch with each other and I think is important, too, you know, knowing where everybody goes. You know, oh like yeah. you say, you know, hey, mm-hmm. if, you need, if I need a haircut somewhere ne- I need to go cut, then I keep me in mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Build yeah. your and, – and be a positive influence. Yeah. Be that positive person. Be that positive student. Be somebody that <coughs> you would want to be around. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And if you are better than most students, help out. Give them a tip. Throw them a bone. Because sometimes the way you explain it as a student might be easier to pick up from a new d- from another student, or just compliment a, another student. Yeah, just yeah. compliment that. Them. That would be enough. Yeah, because it's dope. A, a confidence yeah. building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, help out. Because there's so much you could learn on. So much you could ingest just from being around different people in the school setting. And one thing people underestimate is cleaning and sanitation. Major, especially in through the pandemic, what we're going through. Yeah. And that's something that the, in the barber books from day one, clean and sanitation, taking care of your tools and implements, knowing how to work your chairs, cleaning your chairs, cleaning the base of your chairs. And after every haircut, you should sweep. Mm-hmm. After every client, you should clean up. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> do, 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 do the little necess- So all these things we're, we're talking about, we haven't really hit on the actual haircut. Oh, no. No. <laughs> we haven't actually hit on the actual skill, the practical part of the skill work. The haircut, that's subjective. This is stuff that is the basic foundations of, of the game. And it's and Which almost can be harder. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you you're know, right. Because, if, um, I mean, you, you could do a great haircut, right? got a bad attitude yeah. or you're not on time or you're canceling on people or what have you. And you're not, yeah. And this all is that other stuff is voided. And, and these are things that people who are licensed and who have been in the industry for years are doing. Mm-hmm. Bad with scheduling. Bad with cleaning. Yeah. 
bad with people skills. Talk to people any which way. You can't expect to have a bad attitude and talk to people any which way and retain clients. Mm-hmm. Or keep your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> or get or keep referrals. Yeah, yeah. That you can't expect that. That's not even fair. Cause our industry is so wonderful, but we lose a lot of luster for it and people lose a lot of respect for it because of us. If we don't take care of it and make it the top, because it can't be the top. It can't be the, I, I think it's one of the best professions in the world. Hands down. But if we don't take care of it as, as professionals and keep showing every day why mm-hmm. people should come into our industry, that's when people start disrespecting us and don't really respect what we do. Someone will call you and say, what you doing? Just want to have a casual conversation while you're working. Is there a barber round table? Is there like a round table of barbers that just like, I don't know, control, control the flow of everything? What do you mean? I don't know, like, like a like a barber. I don't know, like a like a like a conglomerate. You know, not corporation, but it's like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like talking about the masons of barbering. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't want to say that because you know that, that brings up feelings. But yeah, like something like that. Like just like a round table that's just like okay, this is good for the game and this is bad for game, you know, of, of professionals. I mean, it's something that we need to talk about. Or we can talk about. I think the more the people, I feel like people are starting to unify a little more with this barber thing. It is. And so yeah, the I circles become so. a lot smaller, mm-hmm. and over time, I, I think it'll work I itself I out. It seems like too, like all of a sudden in the last several years, like the haircuts got a lot better. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it was never that they were really bad initially, but it th- it's like that is the thing for a man to have a great haircut. That's you can almost your beard, have on anything. Yeah. Get your but beard if he's groomed, tight, oh yeah. yeah, I mean it, it takes him one hundred percent up. That's why they sell on clothes with holes in them. Uh, seriously, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> you know you can have on about any so almost some grungy shoes, not yeah. really, but I mean you almost dirty go, Air Force you ones. Know what I mean? like, <laughs> if you got a banging haircut, it might look like you bought your Air Force ones. But it's so way. many people. Right. But it's so many people. <coughs> changing careers and coming into our industry. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. People are realizing that hey, this is a this is a great career. Contrary to what we pay for school, this is a great career. A lot of people feel like too, well, you know, you, you work for yourself, you can make your own hours. And y- that is true. Yes. You can. But then it's almost just that hard you know, managing and supervising yourself. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz I'm pretty strict on myself like as if like I have a boss, right? You know? I mean, but you you want to make money. You want right. to you want to grow your business, right. so you have That's to right. be strict. But that I'm starting to transition. That at first I wasn't because I was just focused on getting better. But now as, as, as it gets by, I'm like I have to manage my time better. I have to manage my money better. I have to market myself in a certain way to promote yeah. who I am. And, and that happened over time, just yeah. like just yeah, growing. Yeah, yeah. So Sometimes things just click. Yeah. yeah. And think about that. What you just said. It happens over time. And you understand it just naturally happened. It did. And if you wanted it to happen right then, then it would not have happened. But th- I feel like this industry put my focus on the the full spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like I was tracked in this, let me clock in, get a paycheck, go home, and then I get to live my mm-hmm. life every yeah. so often, yeah. you know. And I might have enough time to take a vacation with my family. I, I mean, yeah. I, this industry is so wonderful. I read an article one time in the New York Times it, within the past two months. And we probably <laughs> talked about it on the podcast previously where – it says it's almost doesn't make sense to go to law school no more because 
you go to law school, you come out with $250,000, $300,000 worth of debt. Mm. And the job's perspective, you start out at about like 60, 70 grand a year. I mean, barbers are making that coming out of school without that much debt. With a with a quarter of that debt. More than likely. Maybe none. <laughs> with a quarter of that your salary seventies started out with a quarter of that debt. Probably had the stress too. <laughs> <laughs> That's how wonderful our industry is. Just and to not have that student yeah. just student loans like that would put just pressure on you. Yeah. I mean a quarter of that your starting salary. Your tuition is a quarter of your starting salary. I mean some barbers making seventy, sixty, eighty thousand, hundred thousand dollars a year. But realistically, I, I would put it away somewhere around like 50, 50, six, yeah, 50, 50 60 yeah. starting out. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's wonderful. That's, that's still, solid. That's Especially solid. if you what, 19, <laughs> 18, yeah, 19. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. You're but, making more than your parents. But invest in yourself. Do all these things that we talked about. And there's some more that we probably missed, missed out on. But we gave you started to prepare yourself. What can you do while you're in school? to help you better yourself by the time you get out. They know what they're doing, too. Yeah. They know, and then they come up with the excuses because they know what they're doing. And because you know what you should do better. You can lie to me, but you can't lie to yourself. You can't. And you can try to lie to me. Because you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but I'm just going to tell you, oh, that's all good. I'm going to keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to keep it moving. But I'm sure when, when students start, Right, and the, and and within the first week to two weeks, you can tell if they're a good student or not. Mm-hmm. You, you can tell how successful they're going to be. Um, Maybe like, do do you see much change? I see the budding ones first. You see the ones that are are that are going to be great first. Yes. I think most of the time, but that's not I to say the rest that. of them won't be great. It's just that they haven't figured it out yet. When I exactly. first started cutting hair, I couldn't see past the next guy coming in. Like, right, but now it's like. It's a world. Yeah. Some people hit their stride. I mean, if you, if that's all you want to do is just cut hair, just be a cutter, you're going to hit your stride. Mm-hmm. But why not, why not be well-rounded? Yeah. Why not think about opening a shop? Why not think about opening a school? Why not think about being an instructor? Why not think about being a platform artist? Why not think about being a brand representative? Why not think about just traveling the country and teaching about haircuts or teaching about some wonderful skill that you came up with. And that's what separates the cutters from the people who enjoy this industry and don't get burnt out. I, the mental goal I set for myself with this is that I told myself when I was getting paid to get on an airplane to go somewhere to do hair, that's when I feel like I had I have accomplished as, mu- as much as I've wanted to accomplish, at least at that point. I think that's the next goal for myself is when somebody pays me to get on an airplane to go somewhere – then, then I'm doing I'm doing right. what I think I want to be doing. So, I mean, uh, but that's that's gonna happen. And but you're not putting your, no pressure on yourself saying it has to happen today or something. Just mm-hmm. stop. I'll just stop cutting hair. No, no, I ain't doing that. It's gonna. Ha- I know it's gonna happen. It's eventually. But I know that when it does happen, I can I can like almost like when Hussein Bolt got that gold medal, I can be like, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I ain't done yet. I'm gonna come back in four more years. Yeah. But you know, yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. Barbacar Success, brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy, Crown Cuts Bristol, and Craig's Crown Cuts Downtown. Um, if you have questions, hit us up. I mean, we get questions all the time. We get questions on YouTube. We get questions on Instagram. Check out our Instagram page of Barbacar Success. 
um, check out Crown Cuts Academy Bristol or Johnson. Send us a message. We'll try to respond to you as uh, promptly, as quick as possible. Because what helps us with the is the feedback from from people out there. We over we're in over sixty countries around the world. Um, if there's something that you want to talk about, a topic that you want us to embrace and share with you, so, uh, let us know. I mean, I get people all the time hitting me up saying, hey, man, thank you. Wish I could come to your school in, in Johnson City. You can have that same experience at the school where you're at. If you talk to your instructors and be invest in your school, come up with suggestions. Help your school grow. Help your instructors teach. Give them suggestions. Add to it. But again, I, I welcome questions. I wel- welcome, I love the, the message that I get saying, man, I heard your podcast. It was wonderful. I loved it. You helped me a lot. You put me in a position of thinking, changing my mentality, changing my mindset. Um, I mean, we, we, we are in the Caribbean. We're in New York. We're in China. We're in Scotland. We're in India. We're in Australia, Japan. This is a major podcast. So I just want to thank our fans and one time salute you guys. What you, what you think, am I? I was literally thinking of random places where his podcast be. I was like Madagascar. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of like the most random places they could be listening. Like, you know what I'm saying? New Guinea. Like I was, but I mean, not for real. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome, man. It's, it's, it, it saved me. It saved, I think, a, a lot of me, man. Like, I don't know where I would be right now if it wasn't for it. I know wherever it was, it'd be miserable. So, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. This thing yeah. saved me, so. Yeah, when, what do you think about the experience on the podcast today? I know you was on it earlier. What What do you like about it? What you didn't like? What was your experience like? Um, as just the podcast overall, or yeah. a topic. The, po- the the podcast and the topic. Um, as far as the topic, I would add. You know, if you're a student currently right now, ask yourself what can you add as a student to your school. Mm-hmm. What What can you add? What are you going to add every day that you show up to school? What are you going to add that day? Whether if it be a compliment to another student, mm-hmm. how can you help with your teachers, instructors? You know what can you add? Um, but as far as the podcast, I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> this is my second time being on here. Okay, the first one, the very first. Well, one. The fir- it was something else. It was better. It was it better every day late than second one or something maybe. Yeah. Johnson yeah. City Living. Johnson City Living. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't even the podcast. That was Johnson City Living. Yeah, and then that's how it evolved. From yep, that. yep, 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 yep. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's the birth of it. it. Yep. You doing an origins episode? Well, next no, time? <laughs> no. Lathan had this thing, John C. Living, and he yep. invited us on there to talk about John C. Living. Yeah. And after I was on it, I was like, you know what? Let me do a podcast. Yeah. And, and that start. was the first one we were on. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But I think it's fun. Oh, I, I, I love it. I look forward to my Mondays sitting next to MI and just chopping it up and being like, hey. I, I enjoy my drive too, man. Yeah. I ain't made it in winter time though. It's gonna be. <laughs> I'm gonna see what that winter time drive looks like. It's crazy enough driving hey, to Tennessee. Man. Southeast Virginia is Tennessee. No, it's not. East Tennessee is Southwest Virginia. Maybe the some. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the one spot right there. This is, this is all the same people, man. I'm happy to be here, Craig. I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I always try to. Craig doesn't understand. Yeah, he does. always try to separate Virginia and Tennessee. Like, right, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it's, it's a line there. It's <laughs> a line. It might be imaginary, but it's a line it, there. It really is a border. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, imaginary, but very close. Yes. I want to share one thing with you guys that are listening. Um, we do something at um, Crown Cuts Academy called Each One Teach One. And what Each One Teach One is, we bring we we might bring a, for, a former student into the school to do a demonstration, do a haircut. Or we might bring someone who has a specialty or something that they're good at to come and teach the students. Or we also have the students teach each other. 
teach each other about a skill that they might acquire, something that they have that they want to share. What it does, it helps students just be able to talk amongst their pairs, amongst their pairs in, a in a comfortable setting. Just be able to prepare them because you never know when you might have to talk in front of people. And most students are really shy and reserved about talking. So each one teach one, we do it every Friday. We bring the students up and just have them share something that they're expertise in. Some of the topics we've had, some students came and talked about um, what type of clippers um, they like, um, the laws of um, alcohol in a barbershop, spray tanning. We had one student came up and played a guitar. We had one student came, he came, he was talking about perfumes, all the different types of perfumes. Because I didn't know until he did that, that it's not called cologne. Even for men, it's called perfume. I didn't know that. You read the book? No, I didn't read the book. But shout out to Nick. Nick came out and did an awesome job. We had one student came out and talked about how to get a loan from the bank. We had one student come and talk about um, marketing. What does color? What role does colors play in people's perception and people buying power? We we had so many great topics. I can't even continue uh, or talk about how many we've had, but I enjoy it. So that's one thing that you can um, suggest to your instructors or your school to do each one teach one where they could bring someone in or, or just the students teach each other students about a skill or maybe just a chapter that you like in the textbook that you want to talk about go out there and tell the instructor that you want to teach it what that will prepare you for you don't understand how that's going to prepare you to be a better barber how to maybe represent yourself for a brand and all these things that students want to that brands are looking for we also do something called fades and flows where we have a competition with the students within the school where we have students bring, uh, bring a client, bring a model, and they cut their model's hair, and we, do the, and we judge it. We have a food truck outside. We give prizes. Uh, we just have people in the community come on. Make it a big community event. It's called fades and flows. We, people just, and we have a live band. We've had some students rap. We've had um, some students play some some 80s music. We just had a, a, a good old time. Do you remember that last one you did, Am I? We'll talk about that. Well, it, it was it was still fun, but the COVID had limited all the extracurricular stuff, so right. I'm hyped for the next one. Yeah, the I next get to see, like, wide open. Well, it's going to be in Bristol. I'm just trying to plan a date for it. Uh, okay. I know we talked about it. We was thinking about the 20-something in November, but we'll do something because I know the students are really happy thinking about it because – we're going to combine both schools, Johnson City and Bristol, and have them just come up and just cut in Bristol. Be like Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> so there are stuff that you can suggest to your students. We, we played um, charades. We played um, what's that? Jenga. We played Jenga with students. Where we Jenga. just sat in a circle and had students just pull the answer a question and pull the Jenga out. The, the, big, the big Jengas. Big blocks, yeah. Yeah, we played um, Jeopardy. We've had, what's that when you hit the sign on both sides with Steve Harvey? Fav family uh, family uh, Feud. feud. Yeah. Family yeah. Feud, where we had students do a, um, a studying question, studying questions for a test where the person who hits the buzzer first gets to answer a question and they get extra points. We've done um, stuff with as far as um, cornhole. We study using cornholes. Those are different activities that we try to add in the school to make it fun, to break down, break down the monotony of just having to just be in a school just thinking about cutting hair because, as I said, cutting hair is going to get you there, but that's not the main focus. You need to get more and different things out of school to give you that total experience. I was thinking about a student in China Googling cornhole after they hear this. 
Squid Games. Oh yeah. man, yeah. <laughs> we'll probably will do that next. Squid yeah. Games. Okay. And then we do Red one. Light, green light. Yeah, and then we also <laughs> do one on. We do um C O T D on uh, Instagram and Facebook, which is cut of the day. Suggest that to you. I mean, a lot of students look forward to seeing their haircuts posted on the Instagram and on the Facebook. We do different things like that to kind of highlight students to show them that we appreciate them, let them know, hey, we also are marketing you too as well. So the overall experience needs to be great. People like being involved too. Yeah. They like being included. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's my haircut. Yeah. Yeah. And there's yeah. so many other things that I probably missed that I didn't talk about. But if you have any suggestions, if you want help as an instructor or as a school looking for some suggestions for your school, you can call me and I'll break them down to you how we add those into the curriculum, how we help students just be a part. And then we do some potlucks where we have students come and bring their favorite meal. We're doing something for Halloween. We're probably going to have a Halloween party. I don't know how we're going to do it yet, but we're going to do it. But, yeah, we wore the child-covered M&M's. Am I? Child-covered M&M's. You missed it. I can't remember the last time I wore an outfit for Halloween. I mean, mine was simple. I seen like, it, I'm getting that. It's that simple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wendy was all dressed to the T. I was like, I'm getting that right there. I'm going to be like, yeah. I'm a barber. <laughs> 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 what, what did you say you were going to be at I told you I was like, going to be Craig. I'm going to Craig. <laughs> 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 like, you mean the guy that owns a pawn shop? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good, yeah. Yeah, so yeah I told him I'm going. Shop. I told him, yeah. I'm just, man, I'm just leaving working. I'm dressed. I'm Craig. I'm going to my name tag. Uh, everything. Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. Mayor Craig. He could have some dye mm. coming down inside of him. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. But again, I try to talk him into being Bob Ross. Bob Ross? Oh, oh man, that'd be hilarious. I'd be too dark. Have you seen a documentary on Netflix of Bob Ross? We did oh, watch it. Good. It was good. It I watched was, it in the shop. It was it, it was it was crazy. It was kind of sad. It was, it was sad, was. but it was dope to see. Yeah. Like the dude yeah. just cared about making people happy. Showing yeah. up his art. And he didn't really get his just due, which was kind of crazy. I don't think he would have cared about it, honestly. I mean, but his kids did. Uh, I mean, shoot, they probably, they, never mind, I ain't going to make speculate. It was a good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, man, this was a great topic. What do you think of this topic today, Hamad? I loved it. I, it was great to be on here. It was great to meet, talk with Wendy. It's yes, first, I don't, yes. I've spoken with you, but I've never, like, conversed with you. So right. it, was, it was cool. So, I mean, we, actually, the topic today was going to be about those apps, the um, booking apps. But I didn't oh, think yeah, we had yeah, enough yeah. information on it. And we'll probably, if not next week, the week after. Yeah, I think that's important because I think next week um, we'll be in Nashville on Sunday, so I don't know if we'll be able to come on time. I'll be in Outer Banks next week. Okay. So it worked out perfect. Oh, we might have to do one um, the following day or something. Yeah, the following day. Yeah. Or ne- next week. I'll be gone all next week. Oh, for real? Yeah, we'll talk about it. All right. We'll probably do something th- uh, on Friday then or sometime. I'll do – you know what? I will do one something short. Do one dolo. And then I'll have you – Zoom in. From okay, I can do that. Shop. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be at the beach too, like this. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know why? You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, talk about. Sorry, it's a bad. You know why it's good though? Because we have to talk about barbers taking time out for themselves. That's oh, that, that's you done made a podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna be at the beach. You gotta go to the beach now. Yeah. No, I'll be oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Y'all go on the beach. That's what you're saying. <laughs> I'm going to have a fishing pole like this. Yeah, uh, Craig. <laughs> It'll be Craig. I'll be off shopping <laughs> in the ocean somewhere. This was a, I, I like the podcast. I think we got off some great information. Um, we, we dropped some gems. No, we let we earned the crown today. Hashtag earn the crown. Hashtag earn the crown. Um, again, thank you guys for tuning in. We had a great, great show. Um. Check us out. We we had a new class starting in Bristol today. 
Um, we have a new class starting the first of every Tuesday, the first of the month in Johnson City. We accept financial aid, Pell Grants. Um, we have in-house financing. We have um, no interest loan payments um, to the school. We accept the GI Bill. We also accept vocational rehab. Hey, if you're looking for a career change, looking to do something different, hit us up. Um, hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, um, any major social network platform. Um, and even if you have a question, call us at 423-461-0004. And when do you want to talk about your shop where people can meet you and hit you up at? Yeah, um, I'm down here located in Johnson City, Tennessee, 111 Spring Street, Suite 2 and 3 and 4. Um, I also just recently um, acquired a, a new nail tech as well that works with me. I've got a lady also next door that does esthetician as well. That Amazing. Works with me too. So, you know, if you guys need eyebrows, waxing, you know, extra nails, uh, we've got it covered. So and you'll be doing packages this Christmas for nails it, and mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. facial packages. You know, henna bras, you know, body waxing, we do it all. So, yeah, let us know. 111 Spring Street, downtown Johnson City. Phone number? Or two three two six eight two six two six. Am I? Am I your barber by the blade barbershop, Marion, Virginia, Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Spread love to JC ways. The only way we know how to do it is the crown cuts way. Again, thank you for tuning in. We had a wonderful episode. If you have any questions, hit us up. Peace.